Guys, good to be with you on a Thursday afternoon. My name is Jerry Miller. It is great to be with you. Um, thank you kindly for joining us from our building, the Macklin Building on Market Street in downtown Charlottesville. Um, we just signed today a lease with a, another small business who is renting 170 square feet of executive office space from us. She is a photographer, and she's going to get into the sports highlight reel um, creation. Um, she's basically going to create sports highlight reels for athletes to help them get college attention from coaches and recruiters. That was a suggestion that we made to our new tenant. Um, she signed the lease today. She she. Generous, generously paid her first five months of rent up front along with her security deposit. Tomorrow we're signing a lease with another small business owner who works in real estate. He flips houses and he's also got a second business where he does the uh, em employment retention credit, um, pursues the ERC stream for small businesses out there, helps them you know, uh, get this employment retention credit that's out there, takes a percentage for himself for doing the hard work. I mean, one of the things that we've been doing here with the companies we have, we have this branding and advertising agency that's 15 years in the making. We have this podcasting network that reached over 400,000 unique IP addresses um, last year alone. This year, we've already obliterated that number. We're well over 400,000 this year already. I mean, this network is effing crushing it, guys. It's crushing it. Um, and then we have the 29 executive office spaces where we can create the brand for the business, the social media, the video, the photography, the copywriting, the search engine optimization, the website design and development, the mobile website design and development. If they want to do television, radio, and print, I use my purchasing power to get them better rates with TV, radio, print. We can put them on this network for exposure. We can interview them for exposure. The podcasting network has created a life of its own where real talk has exploded. Today, Imanana's exploded. The Jerry, the Jerry and Jerry show just landed its first advertising partner, Stablecraft Brewing in Harrisonburg, uh, or excuse me, in the Shenandoah Valley. You'll see Stablecraft Brewing, part of the Jerry and Jerry show moving forward. Hootie and I are very excited about that business partnership. So we have the space to rent to business owners. We have the branding and advertising expertise. We have the podcast network to promote, along with the advertising skill set of VMV brands behind us. And for so long, I've been connecting high net worth investors and aspiring entrepreneurs I said, you know what, let's just go ahead and make it official. It's the Blue Ridge Venture Fund. You can find it online, blueridgeventurefund.com. The last week alone, $1.7 million um, in, in high net worth investors and aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, we made those connections. If you're looking to get funding for your business, Blue Ridge Venture Fund, reach out to me. It's all done in the spirit of supercharging locally owned and operated businesses. Everything we're doing here is done in the spirit of supercharging 
locally owned and operated businesses. And I have found when you give more than you take, you win in the end. Headlines are on screen. The Christopher Seaman collateral damage is tangible and palpable. Christopher Seaman is the attorney who created a political action committee called the Almoral Parents Promoting Learning PAC. The Almoral Parents Promoting Learning PAC then brought, then purchased a URL. There goes Elliot Harding right there. See Elliot Judah? Yeah. What was the URL he created? The URL that... The PAC, the, fa the phony website? You mean Meg's name? MegScaliaBrice.com. Okay. I, I asked you that question. You always... Or uncertain. Because I'm, I'm always surprised that you're asking me. I'm just trying to weave you into the, the show. I'm trying to give you a softball to weave you into the show so you can hit a grand slam on the first one oh, to build your confidence. So then you come out of your shell and offer constructive commentary. That's really what I do. You know, it's one of the, thi one of the uh, interviewing tactics that interviewers use is they start with very easy questions so the folks that are a part of the conversation gain confidence so then they blossom within the interview. Uh, MexCaliaBrice.com is the URL. Christopher Seaman issued a statement yesterday. We'll cover his statement. He's an executive. Um, he's on the board for the nonprofit Forward Albemarle. Forward Albemarle sent out a newsletter today. This is collateral damage from Christopher Seaman, the Forward Albemarle newsletter that went out today saying, look, We've been told now we need insurance coverage. <laughs> the day after one of their board members gets popped for a phony website that undoubtedly is slanderous and is a personal attack on a candidate in a school board race, the nonprofit that he serves on the board of is now asking their followers for money so they can get insurance coverage. There he is. One of the best in the business, Kyle Irvin, Charlottesville Police Department, communications director. That guy needs a full-time, supercharged gig within the Charlottesville Police Department, Chief Cotchis. Kyle Irvin is a talented rising star. So forward out tomorrow, I'm seeing the mayor, a planning commissioner, a supervisor, a judge, a hedge fund magnate, the communications director of the Charlottesville Police Department, an attorney, all walk by and wave into the studio on within the first 12 minutes of the program, Judah. Mm -hmm. So we got to talk Christopher Seaman. Christopher Seaman has created a... Sh ah, my wife, cha Holly Foster, you were right. My wife did chastise me yesterday for using the F word. I'm sorry, sweetheart, and I'm sorry, viewers and listeners, for using the F word yesterday. I will start using duck, quack, 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 instead of the F word. I'm just a passionate guy. And yes, I have from time to time a, patty, a potty mouth, and that passion comes out with four-letter words, unfortunately. I've, my, my mom raised me in a way that was not four-letter word utilizing. And I don't want to disappoint the two most important women in my life, my wife and my mother. 
by utilizing four-letter words. So I, I apologize to my mom, I apologize to my wife, and I'm sorry to the viewers and listeners for the four-letter word choice that I did yesterday. I sincerely mean that. I, I need to, in very analytical fashion, assess the fallout of what Christopher Seaman has done. He's put the nonprofit Forward Albemarle in a terrible position. Christopher Seaman has put the Albemarle Education Association in a terrible position. And Christopher Seaman, most importantly, has put Allison Spillman, the candidate for school board at the at-large race, in a terrible position. Elliot Harding, hello, there he goes again. He's dressed in a khaki suit with a leather sling bag hung over his shoulder, drinking a Red Bull. Esquire Harding ran for delegate at one time. I mean, Christopher, I, I can assure you his actions, he regrets them now. Do you think he regrets his actions or do you think, Judah, why don't we weave you on a two-shot? Does he regret his actions or does he regret being found Getting out? Caught? <clears throat> I don't think he regrets his actions, do you? I think he regrets being found out. I think, uh, I think that's the same with a lot of people that are passionate on both sides of the aisle. Uh, the, the really passionate people I think you would often find are less, uh, l- less worried about getting, getting uh, less worried about their actions and more worried about getting found out. Okay. We'll talk about that. I mean, Christopher Seaman has put forward Almore in a terrible position where they're now basically begging for money from followers in a newsletter for insurance coverage money because they don't want to get popped for slander by Dr. Bryce. Christopher Seaman has undoubtedly supercharged Meg Bryce's campaign and weakened Allison Spillman's campaign. Christopher Seaman has had to issue a statement distancing himself from Allison Spillman when we all know he was a key contributor to her her campaign. I mean, she's got... uh, fundraising and campaign finance reports where she's literally saying, I had dinner with Mary McIntyre of the Almore Education Association and Chris Seaman, $127 at Burton's Grill. I'm going to chalk this up as a campaign expense. You have to have a detailed reporting of where the money goes. Should Allison Spillman resign from this race? I'll ask Judah Wickhauer that question and ask you, the viewer and listener, that question. I got more response from Segura Solar and Segura Home that I need to get to. That couldn't even make the headlines. The headlines are so busy today. And I got Zyanna Bryant that making national news right now as a, an ambassador for a fat liberation campaign with Dove Beauty. You want to start with Zyanna Bryant, Judah? Are, you on, are we on sure. a two-shot? Yeah. All right. I'll, this is all over the Internet. It's global news. It's in the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail's covering this. The New York Post is covering this. She made this announcement on her Instagram here. Just do some Googling about fat liberation and Zyanna Bryant. Dove Beauty. You know Dove, right? Like yeah. Dove Soap? Yeah. Dove Beauty has partnered with Zyanna Bryant for a fat liberation campaign. The essence of the fat liberation campaign is all size is beautiful. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think 
you know, I think we take a hard stance against people who fat shame or body shame in any way. But I think you've got to temper that with the, you know, with the caution that uh, that uh, being overweight can come with uh, can come with health issues. And I think people that are overweight should, you know, should be hopefully have a, you know, a personal doctor who who's keeping them healthy. I guess what I mean, what, what I mean that um, I'm all for what the essence of what I'm all for is. No, no matter your body type, if you're secure in your skin and you're confident, then props to you. What I'm not for and what I have concern about what I'm concerned about is Ziana Bryant ruined the life of a UVA student when she basically said that this UVA student who was a white female and the daughter of a dead police officer father said during a black women's matter march on Water Street that this white UVA student who was sitting in her car mentioned to a Charlottesville employee who was sitting in a Charlottesville city truck protecting the Black Women Matter marchers. She made the comment that if your truck wasn't here, some of these people essentially would have gotten hurt. Zion Bryant then utilized that commentary, which she didn't even hear herself. Right. She took she, hearsay and basically uh, used it to ruin someone. She took it as she took a secondhand comment that she didn't even hear herself and then used that as leverage to ruin this UVA white female student, the daughter of a dead police officer's life, by bringing honor charges against her and saying she basically said that she was going to make us roadkill. When this was all said and done and the UVA female white student, the daughter of the dead police officer, said, no, I didn't mean it that way. They're taking it out of context. After a very thorough investigation, the proof was in the pudding and the white UVA female student, the daughter of the dead police officer, ended up proven to be right. And Zianna Bryant admitted on the record, maybe I was wrong and interpreted this the wrong way. Yeah. Well, guess what? The reason you interpreted this the wrong way was, A, you didn't hear it yourself, you heard it secondhand, and B, you had a narrative or you had a plan of attack that you wanted to utilize or leverage for your own personal gain. So my beef with Dove Beauty, I hope to God Dove Beauty did the research into this because this was all over the internet. If Dove Beauty still chose to make Zianna Bryant a fat liberation ambassador, despite the fact that there's well-documented proof that Zianna Bryant tried to ruin somebody's life, and the person she tried to ruin is now suing President Ryan in the University of Virginia. I'm curious if the person that is suing President Ryan in the University of Virginia now chooses to pursue Zianna Bryant because she's making some money now through this Dove Beauty Ambassador Partnership. She's not doing this for free. Right. So I have no problem at all with the Fat Liberation Campaign. Good job. Men and women of all sizes. Live your life. I don't care. Don't care. Zion O'Brien is significantly overweight. I would imagine that this is going to have 
health issues for Zyanna Bryant over the course of her life if she maintains this body type. But that's her choice. I don't care. I do not care what people choose to eat or what they look like. I do not care. What I do care is a major global brand partnering with an activist that's trying to ruin somebody else's life. Because that is empowering the behavior. That is empowering the behavior. That's my beef. Am I reading this wrong in any capacity? Uh, I don't know how much they're empowering the behavior considering the passage of time between the event and now, but, uh, but it certainly, uh, you know, <clears throat> they certainly don't seem to care about the behavior. A lot of folks on social seem to disagree with that comment. Okay. Let's go to Ginny Hu on Twitter. I, re- I, I already do not use Dove because of the ingredients, but if I could boycott, I would. Rewarding this woman after she ruined someone's life is ridiculous. She says, I'm sick and tired of society rewarding these social justice warriors for a feel-good measure, no matter, no matter how despicable their behavior is. You care to address that? No, that's fair. Jonathan on Facebook. Paying somebody who tried to ruin somebody's life is 100% rewarding them for previous behavior. It justifies their actions. Shame on Dove. Ginny says, Judah, Dove is absolutely empowering and encouraging this behavior. Okay. But, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Disagreement is part of the talk show. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's, it's, it's nothing personal. I know. I don't mind people disagreeing with me. Viewers and listeners, what do you think? Kate Schartz, hello. Johnny Ornalis, Hello. Vanessa Parkhill and Logan Wells Claylow, hello. Tom Stargell, the Golden Apple Award winner. You're going to like today's show. Welcome to the program. Lynchburg, McLean, Arlington, Southwest Virginia, Charlotte, Outer Banks, Nags Head, Crozet, North Downtown, Pantops, Keswick, Richmond, Winchester, Baltimore, folks outside Philly, Chestnut Hill, folks in Buckhead, Welcome to the program. Five states on the show right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's my take on Zyanna Bryant. And I'll, I'll catch heat for that. I don't care. Why you watch the show is the truth. I offer truth. Let's, like Segura Solar. Segura Solar tried to paint me as a liar. Remember? They issued statements saying everything Jerry said was not true. They did that in June. After I reported on this program that they were behind on their rent. How do I know they're behind on their rent? Because I know the people that own the building. And I know the real estate broker that represents the owners of the building. And guess what? They told me they were behind on the rent. How did I know that Segura was moving out under the cloak of darkness? Because I've seen the footage of them moving out at night before the locks were changed. How did I know that Segura wasn't paying employees? Because I got emails from employees saying they were behind on payment. How did I know that they weren't honoring warranties? Because homeowners have sent me their warranties and said they're not honoring them. 
How did I know that they had a third-party financing agreement set up with one party who invested millions of dollars in their company to be the sole third-party financing option to customers because previous executives showed me the paperwork? How did I know that the founder of Segura chartered a boat that was supposed to be around the Florida Keys, but instead was floating and boating around Haiti, then capsized, killing people on board, because I saw the charter agreement and the insurance settlement attempt that the former owner, the, the owner, owner, not former, but the actual owner, Annie Binday, Annie Bindia, tried to get money through an insurance settlement claim And the courts said, dude, this boat was supposed to be used around the coast of the Florida Keys. Instead, it was around Haiti. The people that died are on you. This blood is on your hands. We're not going to get you money from an insurance settlement for the solar panels that went underwater and drowned. F you. The courts didn't say F you. I said that. The stuff I say on this show is based on stuff that I read or I see, or I talk and confirm with multiple sources. I am an award-winning journalist. A lot of people don't know this. The first job that I had out of the University of Virginia was with The Daily Progress. I finished as one of the youngest editors in the history of The Daily Progress, 23 years old, and I was freelancing for newspapers in New York, in Nashville, in Miami, and Atlanta. As their athletic collegiate teams came to Charlottesville, I would be the correspondent or the stringer covering the team in Charlottesville so they could save money on travel and not send a journalist. I have four Virginia Press Awards on my resume. You don't get this type of accolades and hardware unless you're trained by Jerry Hootie Ratcliffe to cover the news the right way. I'm using that same training that I learned from Jerry Hootie Ratcliffe, Lou Hatter, McGregor McCants, Josh Barney, Chris Wright, Lawrence McConnell, executives at the newspaper, and the editors at the Miami Herald, the Philadelphia Inquirer, the New York Daily News, I have a byline in the New York Times, editors offering feedback on what I covered. That same training percolates on the I Love Seville show. So when I tell you Segura is going to go out of business in June, or when I tell you Hunter Smith and his empire is going to collapse because of financial malpractice, or I tell you an assault happens in the junior varsity locker room of Almoral High School, junior varsity football team, or that Nakaya Walker is using city-issued credit cards to pay people to speak before planning commission, realize that I'm not saying it unless it's effing vetted. And today, I'm going to talk about Christopher Seaman, and guess what? Everything I'm going to say is going to be vetted. Before I do, I want 90 seconds of your time on Segura Solar and Segura Home. Homeowners, I'm going to offer you this caution, these words of caution. If you have Segura infrastructure on your roof, you have a potential, what is it, what's the phrase? Is it red herring? Or, you know, when you have a potential problem on your hand, 
It's not a white elephant. It's a, help me out, viewers and listeners. That's a tough one. Um, What's the phrase, viewers and listeners, when you've got a potential problem on your hand? Hmm. Is it a red herring? No, red herring is something that sends you in the wrong direction when you're looking for an answer. Well, what's the phrase? Hmm. You, know what I'm looking, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't think of the term you're thinking Viewers about. and listeners, can you help me with this term? What is the term? Deep Throat, Kate Sharts, John Blair. Can you help me with the term? When you've got a potential problem on your hand, it's just like, what is that effing term? This is going to bother me if I don't come up with this. It's not a red herring. Maggie Gunnels, hello, welcome to the program. Ah, this is going to bother me if we don't come up with this. Somebody help me out here. Judah, this is usually right up. This is usually your Ballywick. Ballywick? Bailiwick. Bailiwick. Anybody? You get it? You look it up? Anyway. Hopefully someone will let me know what it is. You got a potential problem on your hands, homeowners, if you have Segura panels on your roof. The warranty you have is now crap. The business is done. You're not going to be able to sue these people. They're closing up shop. They're heading. You got, you got nothing to gain if you sue them. You're just going to piss away your, your money. Juan Sarmiento calls it a conundrum. Sarah Hill Buchensky calls it a ticking time bomb. All those are applicable, but it's a phrase almost synonymous with red herring. Carly Wagner, yeah, it's a liability. Carly, Sarah, and Juan, you guys are all 100% right. I'm just looking for the phrase that is in the family of like red herring or white elephant. Deep Throat says ticking time bomb. Damn it, isn't this going to bother you too? It's going to stick in my crawl. I'm not the one that has it stuck in the back of my brain, so. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So here's my word of caution for Segura, and then we'll get to Albemarle County Public Schools. Christopher Seaman, Allison Spillman, Ford Albemarle, the Albemarle Education Association, whether Allison Spillman should resign from the race right now, Christopher Seaman's statement from yesterday, and so much more. If you have the panels on your roof, your warranty's worthless. I would also read the fine print of your financing agreement. I would very much encourage you to get your panels inspected immediately. Red Flag Works, Judy McMullen. Open up a new pool hall again, Judy McMullen. Red Flag Works. You're going to have to get those panels serviced and warrantied by another solar company. It's not going to happen with Segura. You're not going to be able to sue them anymore. That time has passed. Basically, you're up the creek. You're up doo-doo creek without a paddle. And I hate to tell you that, but that's a fact. And if you're trying to make lemonade out of these lemons, you find another solar company to inspect your infrastructure and then see if you can get, after they inspect your infrastructure, a warranty with them. Because if you're ever going to try to sell your house and and Segura's on the warranty or it's Segura Segura infrastructure, you could have an issue at closing. Just giving you free advice here. There's no point of suing these people anymore. There's nothing to get. You're just wasting your money with an attorney. Giving you free advice right here. 
This is white-collar crime that I hope to God the Commonwealth's attorneys, Joe Plantania, and friend of the program, Jim Hingley, decide to pursue. But oftentimes, white-collar crime like this goes unpunished, which is unfortunate. The owner of the company is overseas for fear of being held accountable criminally. The CEO, the last CEO, resigned last Wednesday just to get away from this burning house. This is as corrupt and as nasty and as sketchy of business behavior as I've ever seen. Ever. Ever. In business. In Charlottesville, Central Virginia. Never seen such sketchy behavior in business in Charlottesville, Central Virginia as this. There's the mayor right there. You see the mayor, Judah? Yeah. He's looking sharp with those Ray-Bans, isn't he? No doubt. This is the epicenter of the movers and shakers. And we got a front row seat. And if they're not watching or listening to the show, they're literally going right there. All right, let's get to the collateral damage of Christopher Seaman. Someone tag Christopher Seaman. Someone let Christopher Seaman know we're talking about him. You're in a pickle, Kate Charts. I like that. A monkey on your back. I like that, Kate Charts, the Queen of Ivy. Cloud on the Horizon, Crisis Looming from Carly Wagner. All of those are fantastic. God, you guys would crush the, the uh, English and writing portion of the SATs. You guys are excellent. Accident waiting to happen from Ray Cadell. Love you, Ray Cadell. That works. All right, here's what happened. I'm going to set the stage. Two shot Judah Wickhauer. I'll set the stage. Christopher Seaman is a lawyer. He's an attorney. Christopher Seaman set out set up. an organization, a political action committee. And that political action committee put the lower third of the collateral damage of Christopher Seaman on there. Or you can strike the if you want to shorten it and make Chris Christopher or Christopher Chris. Chris Seaman set up a political action committee. It's called the Almoral Parents Promoting Learning. The acronym is APPL. That's my second largest holding in my stock portfolio, actually. NVIDIA is number one. Apple is, Apple is two. Those are the two positions that I buy, hold, and do not trade. All the, all the other positions, including some of my ETFs, I take the strategy of when they go up 25%, I take that 25% off the board and reinvest into a different position. So if I have 10K in a position and that position jumps 25%, I take that 25% off the board and reinvest it into a different position. Apple and NVIDIA, I don't touch, though. I don't, I don't sell. I don't divest. Chris Seaman, Admiral Parents Promoting Learning is the pack. He uses this pack to buy... MegScaliaBryce.com. He buys MegScaliaBryce.com. Are we on a two shot? 
and, and give me the exact terminology. This is up your alley. He buys it in anonymous fashion. Explain to the viewers and listeners how you do that. Uh, I mean, it's just it's basically just an add-on. Anytime you anytime you buy a, uh, a URL, a, a domain from <clears throat> from a registrar, you have the option of paying for uh, basically just uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, personal, you know, keeping your keeping your personal information off of the uh, what people can see when they check out the the domain. So if somebody goes looking for information, your name is is not found on the on the documentation, so to speak. Okay. So he buys MagScaliaBryce.com, and he does it in a way where he's trying to be anonymous. He then launches MagScaliaBryce.com, or someone associated with Chris launches it on his behalf. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be... It would have to be on his. Uh, he's he, if he bought it, then it's got to be used on his uh, account. Well, someone could have created the website for him. Yeah, but it would still be everything would still be his in his name. But I guess my point is they made a mistake, and it, we we don't know whether it's Chris who made this mistake or the person. If there was a person who built the website, and made the mistake. Yeah, I think your I think your uh, intuition is correct that uh, that it probably was someone else that built it, and they probably didn't understand the gravity of the situation, created a uh, a user for Chris, and used his name. Um, and the reason I think that it was probably somebody that did the work is because I Chris may know a bunch of stuff about computers. Um, I you know we're just. We're just guessing here, but going through and uh, and obscuring the website the way they did after the fact, I feel was fairly uh, fairly intelligently and uh, there goes Brian Haluska. Alrighty then, uh, and intelligently done. So Brian Haluska, by the way, is. Uh What is this exact title with the city of Charlottesville? He was the principal planner for the city of Charlottesville forever. I believe now he's in support services management. I don't want to assume, but I would think someone created the website on behalf of Chris, because why would Chris make himself the author if he's trying to be anonymous? They're but both, that is a bit of an assumption. Yeah, they're both good points. Uh, I think that uh, I think that if he did create it, I mean, it's it's perfectly likely that he didn't realize how uh, um, that his name would show up as an author. Okay, and that's where he made a blunder. Because what happened? You did a great job of explaining this yesterday. My mother-in-law watched the show from Long Island and said Judah was on point yesterday. Thanks. Explain, explain the mistake he made. Well, or sadly, all whoever have, made what, or whoever made. Yeah, uh, sadly, all we have to go on are the uh, are the screenshots, um, because they took the website down. Uh, there's 
no way to access anything on the website now, but uh, if you look at that, uh, do I still have the screenshot? Um, if you look at the uh, the screenshot, I'll try to find it while I talk. The uh, what you see is that uh, somebody was able to find the um, find the author, um, and uh, they you see the author author at the bottom of the screen, um, which and I mean. Let's be let's be fair here. Somebody could have tried to somebody could have tried to uh, to make him look bad. I mean, we really don't have uh, we don't have much more than than hearsay. I mean, you're, just, uh, that's just a being, hell of a jump to the conclusions, right? Just there. being fair. That's a hell of a jump to the conclusions. Um, they screwed up. The website Mexicalia Bryce, which is a website made to attack the candidate Dr. Bryce with some nasty and mean commentary, basically like recess schoolyard bully crap. I mean, the stuff that you see from like the dregs of society. The dregs of society are people that use fake accounts to make fun of other people. Those are the dregs of society. Those who use fake websites and fake accounts to make fun of other people because they don't have the confidence in themselves to do it next to their name. Everything that's done on the I Love Seville show, every piece of analysis or commentary or opinion says Jerry Miller and my company. It's not hidden behind a fake account, a meme account, or a fake website. Those people are the dregs of society. All right, here's the, uh, here's the screenshot. I mean, no one's going to be able to read that tiny thing. Well, I blew it up a little bit. So here's what I don't understand. If we want to go back to a two-shot. Everyone knows Christopher Seaman is behind this website now. Everyone knows it's you, Chris. I mean... This will be something that follows you in this community for your, the rest of your life. Everyone knows that you tried to do a fake website, Christopher Seaman, and this will follow you in this community for the rest of your life. Here's the question I have for you, Judah. Why does he still have the website down? Why is it still hidden behind a login and password wall? On, and why isn't it live now? This is the statement he issued yesterday. He's now having to, because we cover this, we cover this inside and out. Now he's having to issue a statement because the water cooler of Charlottesville in Central Virginia is covering this. He issues this statement on Twitter. He says... I am proud to be a parent involved in Albemarle Parents Promoting Learning, which is fighting for our public schools. To be clear, I am not Allison Spillman's campaign manager, nor am I currently a part of her campaign team. Currently is the word. He's a lawyer. There goes Brian Haluska. Currently is the word. He, remember, with lawyers, every word matters. His Twitter handle is at CBSeaman. With lawyers, every word matters. Mm -hmm. 
nor am I currently a part of her campaign team. He was previously part of her campaign team. He might not be part of her campaign team currently. He's telling the truth there. But this is lawyerism. This is lawyer talk. This is lawyerism. Currently, Chris. Currently. The community sees through that, Chris. We're not stupid, dude. You hear me? I know you watch this. The community sees through what you're doing here. This lawyerism. Here are the questions that I have for you, Judah. Mm -hmm. He also has on Twitter, he keeps the comments blocked. He won't allow people to comment. He won't allow the people to comment on Twitter on Almaro parents promoting learning. He's also got you personally blocked. Or on his personal page. Yeah, I mean, I have, we have a boatload of Twitter accounts for our brands. Yeah. It's not hard to get around that. No. Yeah. I didn't say it was, but. So here are the questions that I have for you. Andy Zeman, that's a great question. What Washington and Lee thinks about this. I wasn't going to bring this up. I'm just reading the comment from Andy Zeman. I wonder what Washington and Lee thinks about a law professor bullying like this. It's a great question, Andy Zeman. Sarah Hill Buchensky will get to your comments. Carol Thorpe, the queen of Jack Jewett, will get to your comments. Andy Zeman, we should weave you into this network. We should weave you into the network, um, Andy Zeman, as one of the partners here. You're a hell of a mortgage broker, Andy Zeman. Here's the questions I have for you. The day after the I Love Seville show yesterday, Ford Albemarle sends out a newsletter saying, we need fundraising money to get insurance coverage for our nonprofit organization. So yesterday, the water cooler of Central Virginia says, Ford Albemarle, Chris Seaman is on your board and you have exposure because you're tied to this ticking time bomb. And then Forward Al Morrow and Sarah K. Harris, they watched the show. They're like, good God, we probably need some kind of insurance coverage to protect us from slander in a lawsuit. We need to pass the hat and ask for money. So they send out a newsletter asking their followers to help them raise funds for insurance because Chris Seaman is the treasurer of the nonprofit. Seems like the kind of thing that you'd want to take care of first and then send the hat around. Uh, well, it, it just shows you that the people that are running forward out tomorrow are they're not business people. If any nonprofit or any business or any brand comes to me. I mean, I had this conversation with Paul McCarter in the comment section of Facebook. He's running his real estate business without any LLC or corporate protection, literally risking personal assets. If you're doing any nonprofit or for-profit work, Jesus, get an LLC or an S corporation or some kind of corporate protection. Talk to a lawyer. I work with some of the best. I'm happy to offer some perspective. Deep Throat says they're looking forward, Almoral, to protect the people involved. 
The nonprofit itself is an empty bag. This ticking time bomb, that is Christopher Seaman and his actions, which are akin to middle school bullying, have made forward Albemarle look absolutely horrendous. He's the treasurer of the nonprofit. Have made Allison Spillman's campaign look absolutely horrendous. He was on her campaign team. Some have said her campaign manager. He is the top donor to her campaign. There's fundraising documentation that shows that fundraising dollars were spent on a dinner with Mary McIntyre, the vice president of the Almore Education Association, who's pushing collective bargaining union for teachers and ACPS employees, and Chris Seaman, $127 at Burton's Grill with Allison Spillman. It's made Ford Almar look horrible. It's made the Allison Spillman campaign look horrible. It's made the A. Almar Education Association, it's positioned them in the crossfire. I'm getting text messages, I won't utilize your name, saying Chris Seaman sat in the front row at the town hall next to Allison Spillman on Monday at the field school. So on Monday, in front of 200 plus witnesses, this man is sitting next to the candidate in a public setting. And he's her top donor. Allison. If you, uh, is, are we on a two shot? So this one right here? Yep. Allison Spillman. If you lose this race, you lost this race because of Christopher Seaman. Think about that. Early voting starts September 22nd, which is in eight days. Now, Sarah Hill Buchensky, Deep Throat, have made Andy Zeman, it's our pleasure. I love what you do as well. You do a hell of a job. He says, thanks for bringing all this to the public. Sarah Hill Buchensky, Deep Throat, and a number of other people have made this comment. What happens if Allison Spillman still wins the race? Despite of all this linkage to a ticking time bomb, we have a ticking time bomb here. Despite of all this linkage to a ticking time bomb that's using middle school, recess, playground, bullying tactics, what if she still wins? What does that say about the county, the school board, and the future of education? Do you want to touch that one, Judah? Not really. <clears throat> I mean, 
we all know that uh, we all know that in Central Virginia, Meg Bryce has an uphill battle as a uh, as a conservative. Um, I think uh, I think this whole debacle, you know, sheds a a harsh light on on Spillman's campaign. But if she wins, I mean, I would anyone be really surprised? I mean, how how often have uh, how often have uh, people running for office in Central Virginia changed their uh, political affiliations for the purpose of not immediately getting laughed out of the uh, the race? What's the question? How often have someone changed their political affiliations for the sake of winning a race? Yeah. Bob Fenwick went from independent to Democrat. Bellamy Brown went from independent to Democrat. Bellamy Brown ran as an independent yeah. in 2019 and not, for city council. Then he ran as a Democrat for state, for, for state delegate. And I'm not making a statement about those people. I'm just making a statement about the state of politics in central Virginia. So you just chalk this up to scummy politics, and this is what politics is, and this is what it's about. It's not the first time we've seen – it's not the first time anyone – watching the show have seen uh, mudslinging and dirty politics and nasty, you know, underhanded tactics in order to, uh, in order to make their opponent look bad. John Blair makes this comment. Then deep throat, we're going to get to your comments. We're going to actually try to feature deep throat on this show. I'm coordinating with him now. In, in early October, where we're going to black out his face and distort his voice, like he's a mafioso dean, as if he's Don Corleone or Polly Walnuts or Tony Soprano or Johnny Sack. John Blair said in 2008, there was a very distasteful practice among right-wingers to use Barack Obama's middle name. They would say Barack Hussein Obama yep. simply because they thought Hussein was inflammatory. This was really distasteful and wrong in my opinion. It is wrong to try and highlight someone's name and pretend that the individual name is somehow toxic. We're better as a country and a locality than that. By the way, here is a clip from that election with right-wing talk show host Bill Cunningham using Obama's middle name. The same tactic Barack Hussein Obama is what they're doing with Meg Scalia Bryce. Yeah, definitely. Michael Buchensky, also a mortgage broker watching this program, two talented ones, and Michael Buchensky, a First Heritage, and Andy Zeman, who I've seen him move mountains, Anyway, you are now, is it Novus Whole Mortgage? Michael Buchensky says this. The majority of Democratic-run cities and localities are in despair with crime and general unlawfulness, yet citizens keep electing the same folks as their representatives and wondering why it's not changing. We need to stop voting 
with emotion and start voting with facts and real solutions. Coach Buchensky, Coach B, one of your best comments in the history of this program. Amen. Andy Zeman shares his Facebook page, Novus Home Mortgage. Janice Boyce Trevilian, CBS 19 or NBC 29 have not covered this. Neither CBS 19 nor NBC 29 have covered this. This is what happens when NBC 29 and CBS 19 cannot sell their advertising. They have to let go of institutional reporters, legacy reporters with institutional memory, and replace them with 22-year-olds who do not have the connections or their pulse on news to cover stories that matter. Outside of the Isle of Seville network, the Charlottesville and Central Virginia community has become a media desert. Deep Throat makes a point. Are you ready for this one, viewers and listeners? Deep Throat makes this point. This is why I have said in the past on your show, Jerry, that as much as I admire Meg Bryce, she was probably the wrong vessel for these ideas in Albemarle. Unfortunately, bully tactics are so unpleasant that only someone extremely rock-ribbed will run on a platform crosswise with the liberal ideology here in Albemarle. Yep, 100%. And he says that she is the wrong candidate to run because of her ties to... To her father, which is kind of odd, because as far as I know, he was uh, he was not uh, not averse to crossing the aisle. In fact, I think he was very much a proponent for crossing the aisle and shaking hands and and getting things done that you know that both sides uh, were you know solutions that that were amenable to both sides. So I'm not sure why he uh, is such a lightning rod in this, uh, maybe just because of his political affiliation. I mean, is that enough to vilify someone now? No, I, I think it's because of how some of the decisions he's cast on the highest court. Okay. I mean, so basically the question is this. I mean, this is basically the question. And I'm just going to use random people here. If Michael Buchensky or Sarah Hill Buchensky or Katie Pearl or Carly Wagner or Stacey Baker Patty or Ginny Hu or Tom Stargell or Janice Boyce Trevilian or Ray Cadell or John Blair or Deep Throat had run instead of her, he's basically saying that they would have a better chance of winning because their opponents could not have utilized her <clears throat> father against them. And that's a, leg- that's a legitimate point. I think that's a legitimate point, but I think that also skirts the point that the fact that, uh, that those people also wouldn't have the they also wouldn't have the, the name recognition or the ability to, uh, to shake things up by that recognition, by the, uh, her, the opponent 
using these kinds of tactics against them that I don't know if if those people would have made as big a splash as she has. So yes, while in some cases it may be used against her, I think it may also like you know uh, as we've come out with this stuff, it may be helping to re- helping her name to reach a wider uh, a wider audience. Annie Zeman makes this point. Pretty sure one of his best friends was Ruth B.G., so half the story is likely more effective for Chris Seaman. Didn't know, don't know him personally, but that's how I remember the stories, or did not know him personally. Justice Scalia, but that's yeah. how I remember the stories. I, I've, heard that, I've heard that as well, because he was great at reaching across the aisle. And, uh, Katie Pearl says, no, but traditional media covered Allison speaking at a senior event yesterday, media not covering controversy at the town hall on Monday. I know, that's why it's like, and I'm not trying to, I mean, my background is working at the Daily Progress, and my background is working at NBC29, and my background is working at Monticello Media. Like, how I learned, how I got the foundation for launching this media business was as a staff writer, as first as a part-time correspondent, a stringer, then a staff writer, then an editor at the Daily Progress, where I won four Virginia Press Awards. I parlayed that talent into a syndicated talk show, first at Monticello Media, then ESPN Radio. At its peak, the Jerry Miller Show aired Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on 13 affiliates in four four states through 13 ESPN affiliates. Then NBC29 and the sales manager and news director, Jim Fernald, the sales manager, Neil, I forget Neil's last name, the news editor, they would listen to my talk show on radio routinely and said, Jerry, come do TV shows for us. Varsity Lights with Jerry Miller aired on Sunday mornings. The Jerry Miller show aired on Saturday mornings. Those shows aired for six or seven years. That was the only news programming that NBC29 did outside of the news was the two shows, the Jerry Miller show and Varsity Lights. All these were running at the same time. I was 26, 27 years old, literally clearing six figures in 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, and then I decided to launch this business. I literally gave up six figures in my mid-20s to launch this business because I got tired of working for other people. And I'm not trying to throw shade at the people that trained me to do this, Daily Progress, NBC29, and Monticello Media, but they are shadows of their former selves. The Daily Progress is circulating a newspaper through the Postal Service. That's akin to trading stocks and equities by by carrier pigeon. And then the news that's online is behind a $50 a a month paywall. No one... I mean, I would bet you the people that are reading the Daily Progress in this community regularly are two or 3,000 people. NBC29 cannot sell its ads at full tilt. And because it can't sell its ads at full tilt, its institutional reporters are gone. Henry Graff, Matt Tolheim, Sharon Gregory, just to name a few. And they're being replaced by 22-year-olds fresh out of college who work 18 months and then go to a different market because they're paid so poorly. I talk about the radio. When's the last time you've listened to the radio?
And that's one of the reasons we launched this network, because we saw an opportunity to be the source for local news. And that's what's happened. And it's blown up. And last year we had 430,000 plus unique visitors on ilovesevil.com. And the shit... Darn it, I'm getting passionate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mom. It just happens. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The stuff we create goes viral. <coughs> I'm sorry. She's going to say something today. Sorry, sweetheart. I think Allison Spillman should resign from the race. I think she should quit the at-large school board race. She's embarrassed the community. I think Christopher Seaman needs to step down from forward Almoro. Is he still on the board? Forwardalmoral.org. Click about us. Forwardalmoral.org. Click about us. He's still the treasurer. He needs to step down for Forward Almoral. I mean, how can you take Forward Almoral seriously now? I think Allison Spillman should make a legitimate comment and let everyone in this community know that this dude was at, time, was at one time a key member of my campaign, but he has now resigned from my campaign. Because how can we take anything you say seriously now? Where you have a bully employing keyboard muscle bullying tactics through a fake phony website to attack your candidate. And there's, she shared this on her Instagram stories. You saw that, right? Judah? Yeah. I mean, this is such childish behavior. This is like the childish of childish behavior. And she wants to be one of seven people in control of a $260 million Almoral County public school budget. Certainly makes for great talk show fodder. I want to thank you for giving me a few... Thank you for giving me a few days' worth of fodder. <coughs> oh, he's putting it on, he put it on screen. It's on screen now. Look at the screen. Peter Wiley, the real estate magnate. Hello, co-owner of Wiley Real Estate. Oh. Anything you want to add before I get out of here? No. Ginny Hu says this. I wanted to research Chris Seaman suing Governor Glenn Youngkin about wearing masks. But most of it was hidden behind a daily progress paywall. And I'm not paying for that. 
I used court documents and social media posts, but still have no idea if local media had anything important to say about Chris Seaman suing Glenn Youngkin. I'm going to retweet this one. Ginny, where do you get your news? Ginny who? Where do you get your news in this community? Viewers and listeners, where do you get your news in this community? Put it in the feed. Grayson. Jerry, as you know, we live in North Downtown. Not only is our entire street watching and listening to you almost every day, but now the street over is watching and listening to you every day. I want to thank you for your coverage of upzoning, rezoning, and this terrible draft zoning ordinance. When we walk our dog, we stop in our neighbor's yards. It's one of the best parts of living north downtown, in North Downtown. The conversation on just about every walk is, did you see Jerry's show today? Multiple people, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right, I'll stop counting. Fourteen comments, I'll stop counting. We get our news from you and Judah. From the I Love Seville show, you, I Love Seville Network. All right, to recap, we let you know that Segura Solar was a ticking time bomb. We told you in June to prepare for it. Segura Solar called me a liar. Everything I said with, in June proved to be true. The company is now folded. If you have Segura Solar panels on your roof and a warranty with them, you have some exposure when it comes to your home. They're not going to service your panels, and this could come up at closing. If anyone asks you about the solar infrastructure that's on your roof, and you say it's Segura, you need to have a plan of attack in place. I would very much encourage you to have another local company that's reputable, inspect your infrastructure that's Segura, and see if you can get under warranty with them. That's going to help minimize or hedge your exposure, your risk, when it comes to selling your crib. Hell, it may even come up in the appraisal if an appraiser has to value your home if you're trying to get a home equity line of credit. Multiple mortgage brokers watching this program. Hedge your risk. Being smart in life is about hedging risk. Making the path or the decision that leads to the best outcome. That's the difference between winners and losers. The super wealthy, the wealthy, the middle class, and those on the financial margin. Make strategic decisions by hedging risk, creating outcomes that are predictable. Cyanna Bryant's being paid by Dove for fat liberation a fat liberation advertising campaign. I'm all for championing people of all shapes and sizes. 
Carol Thorpe says, Dove is singling out Zayana because of her activism and perhaps to some degree their own politics or those which they wish to be perceived as having. I've been an ample-sized lady all my life due to decades of medical conditions, not by choice, but a good-looking one I have been told. Carol, you're a babe. There are always, I said that, Carol, you're a babe. Carol Thorpe also says, there are always numerous lovely large ladies of every generation available from which to choose. I have a whole lifetime perspective on the subject of female obesity, and I'm currently living the latter, later years. I can personally verify your statement, Jerry, that if Miss Bryant or anyone of her size does not lose significant weight before they get older, it will severely impact their life. I'm speaking from personal experience as well. My father was obese for much of his life. My dad is a certified public accountant and a small business owner, and literally from January 1 until April 16th, he worked 75 hours a week. 75 hours a week from January 1 to April 16th, worked every single day to provide for his family. He would eat his food at his desk. He would pound Diet Cokes and eat candy to stay awake, and he became overweight. And in his early 40s, he got diabetes. And diabetes and being obese has led to a quadruple bypass for him. Early onset Parkinson's. He has a hard time walking now. One of his knees is basically gone. He's 73 years old. My mom is also 73. And the physicality with my mom, she's spry and young and flexible and can do anything. She's got the body of like a 55-year-old, and he's 73, and he's the body of a 93-year-old. That has terrified my brother and I so much that we legitimately work out or play a sport every single day of the week. I literally am playing a sport and working out every single day of the week because I, what I saw with my father. My brother as well. That's the show. I think we did a great job today. For Judah Wickhauer, can you wave to your fans? You don't have any closing thoughts for all the admiring ladies that are watching the show? I think you've said it all, Jerry. <laughs> you don't have any... Clo you, you're going to have to speak if you're going to... Conversation, confidence, and charm are part of it. Not all just right. the show, but human connection. All right. Get out there and vote. Okay. Do so. your part. Take part in the city that you love. Be active. Unless, that's in, in, unless that involves uh, destroying people's good names. <laughs> Anonymous, anonymously? Mm, well, I don't know. If, but, but don't do it either way. Don't Anonym do it either way. Anonymously or other. Yeah. What do, you, what do you make of the meme accounts? That are going, and it's not even worth it. Sometimes oh, they're sometimes they're one shot. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes okay. they're uh, sometimes they're spot on. Sometimes they're just uh, mean spirited. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to create the content, just do it as yourself. Because if you don't do it as yourself, it just makes you look like a coward and a sad, pathetic loser. Passing notes about somebody in class. He 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 he. Do it as yourself with your name next to it. 
So you're not a sad, pathetic loser. The Blue Ridge Venture Fund, find it online at blueridgeventurefund.com. With all sincerity, in the last week alone, we've connected entrepreneurs with $1.7 million in venture capital. $1.7 million in venture capital in the last week alone. I will allow the business owners themselves to proudly explain and exclaim and detail the launch of their brands and their business models and their businesses that they have coming. I'm so very excited to be a part of these endeavors. Judah Wickhauer, Jerry Miller, The Gospel, The I Love Sebo Show.